Alright, um, my name is Jay. I go by she Dave pronouns, and my bias Moolah is my girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god. Not too laughing, please. It's feeling awfully LGBT here. <laughs> yeah, very gay today. You said fuck single people. God damn. I'm saying. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, I would never. I'm so sorry. He be listening. Not that I would never. I, I just. Uh, <laughs> that is, I just. Uh, cut that out, bro. Cut that out. Okay. <laughs> uh, my name is Jamie. I go by she, her pronouns. Did somebody just gag? <laughs> I burned. Oh my god. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't hear it. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I try to make it silent, but <laughs> I'm crying. Oh my gosh. Anyways, um, she her pronouns, yes. And my my bias movement is I'm gonna say Dazai from Bungle Street Dogs. Okay. okay. Period. Okay, Sam, you'll take. Hello, my name is Sam. She's her pronouns. My smoothlet is. Can I switch it up today? Because I feel like I've been saying Taylor John Young consistently. Yeah. Should I switch it up or should I just keep it the same? Switch it up. Switch it up for show. Um, my bias is Yungi, or my bias movement right now is Yungi from BTS. Love it, man. Miss him. Hope you're doing good. Um, I hope you know the original order was Jay, Jamie, Tara, and then Sap. Okay, anyway, That's sorry. What I thought. That's what I thought. But Jamie, but Jay was like going Sap, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Wait, A B C D E F L M N O Q R S T. I thought. Why did you just say easy? Huh? Why did you just say ABCs? Because ain't it S and then T? That is not what we go by. We go by the age, you dum dum. Oh, yeah, we do. Anyway. <laughs> not to call me a dum-dum. <laughs> no, I'm saying the ABCs. <laughs> you gotta yeah. leave that in. You gotta leave that in. <laughs> uh-uh. If I'm leaving that in, I'm leaving in the part where she said about Bruce. <laughs> okay, first of all, okay, you can leave it in. I would just like to explain myself. I didn't mean I would never say that. I would, I definitely thought it, but I just I would be too like embarrassed to actually say that out loud. I don't know. Are we talking about Encanto? Girl, ain't nobody Encanto. I heard Bruce. Oh. Just, oh, Bruce. Oh, it's Bruno. Okay. I was confused. From she talked about the Disney movie Encanto. <laughs> I'm screaming. What is going on? Okay. Hi, I'm Tara. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, I'm, I, I, nah, cause why is introduction going on for 10 minutes? Saying, can we get it on? Please. I'm trying, y'all keep talking. 
Hi, I'm Tara. My pronouns are she, her, and my bias mula is Tengen Usui. 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 He's from Demon Slayer. He got three wives, and I'm trying to be the fourth one. You feel me? Okay. (laughs) Sister wives situation. Yeah. Period. Well, if we're going to do this, I would like to change my bias moodlet to Bruce. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. And this is it's the melanin for me. <laughs> I also like to change my Fish are no. friends, not food. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Jay. Okay. <gasps> and this week is a theme week, and Ooh. we voted amongst the gang, and we decided to do Reddit advice stories. So. It's gonna be a quick episode this week, kind of quick. I don't know how it'll go, but yeah. So we're just gonna read out the story, the advice story, whatever, and then we're gonna give our opinions on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go first. Um, I want to go first because the story I have it seems kind of interesting. I only got a chance to read the first half, so. We all gonna be surprised by the end if it happens to be interesting or not. Okay. 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 Um. So this is a story. I don't think it's an advice post, but it might be an advice post. I don't know. But as far as I know, it's a story. So it says, "Okay, here it goes." Got a request for what I thought was a bachelorette party. She asked what my rates were. I told her. She said this would not be a normal party, but didn't go into further detail. I told her my rule and said that was, and she said that was fine. There would be no sex as long as I would do what she asked. She, they, oh, okay. So as long as I do what they asked, she'd pay me a solid $2,500,000. Of course, I was curious, but that's a load of cash, so I went with it. Figured if it was too dangerous, I'd just leave and I'd still ha- have half. I required her to pay half up front since it was so much. I show up in the party seems and it seems pretty standard. The McMansion. Why did he say McMansion? The McMansion in the middle of a high end suburb. Um, bunch bunch of Mercedes, a few BMW, an Aston Martin, a couple of Land Rovers, and a Gallardo parked outside. I don't know what a Gallardo is, but it must be some fancy car I haven't heard of before. <clears throat> I ring the doorbell. I'm greeted by the planner. She takes me to a room down the east wing. She points in a room exactly. She points to a room exactly opposite and says, "When I am ready to go in there." The interior of the house and my prepping room is normal. Lots of arts, vases, a huge chandelier right when you walk in, etc., etc. Before planning, before leaving, the planner asked me to strip to the nude to verify that the pictures I sent her were, are not photoshopped. I do as requested, pretty common, although the planner just wants a peek, although usually the planner just wants a peek on her own. <laughs> but this seemed, this one seemed a lot less of wants her own pink and more of a yeah, he'll do very nicely sort of vibe, which is weird, but anyways. I get ready. They requested all black leather, 
common for gay men, but not for white women. I actually got something I actually got something special in store, a skin tight leather vest and pants I am wearing. And pants I am wearing are an older set that I have in need of some conditioning. So instead, I made shallow cuts on the sides so that instead of slowly taking them off later, I can rip them off for this group. I work myself up, oh my god, and put, oh my god, this, okay, so this is the part where I didn't read this far, but it's starting to get a little crazy. Should I continue? (laughs) Yeah, you can continue. (laughs) Okay. So I worked myself up and put on a <clears throat> ring, squeeze into my leather, and head wait, across the wait, like a like a like a cock ring. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, there's stripper. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. They said that at the beginning of the post. I should have said that, but I think it would be implied. But yes, they are. And they're catering to a group of white women, I suppose. But let's see. Um. Squeeze into my leather and head across the hall. I notice that it's pretty cold as I approach the door, but I figured it's just me. I open the door to the room and I am greeted by a black curtain. I close the door behind me and walk through the curtain. I am on a stage and it is freaking cold. I notice fog is on the floor, but I see no fog machine. There are about 40 women in this room wearing all heavy robes head to toe. What? I notice. I know. I noticed that this place has has ha- okay. I can't talk today. I noticed that this place has 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 to have refrigeration unit or something. I walk along the stage slash catwalk into the room center stage in the middle of the room with all of the women surrounding me in their hot in their high backed chairs. I notice that everything is black, not black because it is dark, black because black because the walls and the ceiling are painted black. The floor is blood red, as are all the lights. I start to say, well, hello, everyone. Who is the star tonight? When I am interrupted by music and 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 a voice over the speakers that just says, you may begin. So I start. I'm doing my thing. After a bit, the women have gotten up and are crowded stage. The music is loud but I can tell there is no yelling, whistling, etc. from this crowd. They are all just reaching for me on the stage as I work my way around them. I caress, tug on their hair, plant a little kiss on hands and cheeks, now and then, just doing my thing. I start to see a few have begun to shed their robes. I see bare shoulders, top of breasts, and bare chest, and finally, nudity. Oh, God. Very every single one of them is nude in the cold dark room. I see that some no longer reach out for me on the stage, but now have their hand on other women or themselves. Oh god! A little time goes by, then I, I see the planner who's front and center of the, the entire comments so far walked away. Everyone soon, everyone has gathered <clears throat> around this large round thing that looks like a mini stage. The planner opens it and it is filled with toys each oh my god each woman reaches in grabs one goes to one or two places some go back to their chairs or to my stage sit on the edge 
watch and begin to use the toys. Oh my god! First of all, this is super long. Second of all, I'm kind of this is not where I thought this was going, but I'll continue. I'm still doing my rounds. I never got off stage. Tried to, but was gently pushed back to the center. They were touching me. I'm swinging in front of them. The planner has moved her chair to right in front of the stage and put one foot propped up on it while another woman is eating. Um, yeah. Eating coach? Okay, this is, yes, this is very, very, um... So is this a story or is this like advice? No, this, I guess it's a story, but it's getting very descriptive. I'm gonna skip the Do you descriptive, wanna keep reading? descriptive descriptive parts. I don't mind. Okay, me. I'm worried about the podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's explicit, um, but you can skip it if you. <laughs> you true. You true. I'll I'll continue. I'll continue. Um, she tells me to. <laughs> okay, she tells me to. Show. I'm hot, so so I do. What? What? Wait. She told him. <laughs> she told him to jerk himself. Yes. Off. Yes. But to what? To everything. I, all the women yes. with the toys. All right. Not him saying this is hot. Yeah. So he does. <clears throat> women moan audibly. Orgasm. It's great. I am in conquer mode. And could do them all at the drop of a hat. Okay. Well, the cleric walks over and grabs my junk, pulls me towards her, runs her finger down it, and places a kiss right on the top. I thought they agreed that they weren't gonna. Did I? Is that not what happened earlier? Um, I thought he said no sex. Me... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Didn't they agree to no sex? Yeah. Sex? Yeah. All right. Um, well. Okay. On the tip. Then she gets on her knees, not on the stage, so it isn't in a BJ position. And all the women around her do the same. Then she says, <gasps> Then she says, We want you to come. <laughs> no problem. I could have. What? Won- she <laughs> agreed. Oh, what? what did you say? She wants. Him to not on them. Oh, yeah. All right. No problem. I could have blown long ago, but I take my time. Slowly, these women are bouncing up and down with each, oh God, each stroke. Most with mouths open, licking their, oh, this is, this is awful. Time, licking their lips. Time passes and I reach the top. I fire on them and they love it. They kiss each <laughs> other and share it with one another. Oh it's my awesome. God. This is this is okay. Anyways, <laughs> the planner then stands, reaches for my junk again, and I ask and asks if I have to pee. Oh my god, this is worse and worse. Anyways, I'm a little shocked and ask her to repeat herself. She does. And I say, well, yes, actually. Um, she gets back on her knees and says, whenever you're ready, let it go. 
after about 30 seconds of awkwardness later, it does. I make an attempt to get everyone. Their moans are louder than when I came on them. Okay. They wreath in for a while. I sit and watch as they play with one another. And not long after, get hard again. This is, this is okay. The planner sees this and asks me to do it again on them. It takes more work and the assistance of a couple of others, but it happens. I finish and I am exhausted. The planner says I can go get dressed now. All while she's still, still surrounded by women who are pleasuring each other. In the room, <clears throat> in my room is a full spread of food, wine, and another 3K in cash. Oh my God. On a silver platter with a note that says, thank you. Please take anything you wish before you leave. I shower, eat the most delicious sandwich I've ever had, a glass full of freshly squeezed orange juice, and leave. As I walk out, the planner is in the hallway, robe half open, thanks me again, plants a hot kiss on my lips, and walks me out. I get an email later. The planner apologizes for deceiving me, saying it was a bachelorette party. It was apparently her and her friend's annual all-girl party, and if I'm still in business, she would like me to go back next year. That was about four months ago. Oh my god. Insane. What the heck? Most definitely insane. Do you guys want the link so you can like read for yourselves or (laughs) (laughs) you can send the link because I gotta put the links in the episode, but (laughs) Oh dang. Okay. I can't believe that shit. (laughs) Sam, I thought that they was gonna ask a question. Do you think that's, like, real? Like, a true story? Do you guys think that's, like, real? I wholeheartedly believe. Like, sometimes, like, some of these things sound far-fetched, but at the same time, like, someone has to go through crazy experiences like this. That's just so insane. Like, it's just so... It sounds like a Wattpad story. Yeah. 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 Uh. Yeah. I just imagine, like, a whole room of white women. I feel like it's, it is real because a lot of white people do stuff like that. How much you want to bet he was black? Uh, $100 because I feel <laughs> like he was black. If he was, I, I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, I guess the women could have not been like, you know, all white, but I don't know, man. I just, I can't see it. I, I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. The, it, it's the way that he clarified that it's a room full of white women. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, he did. He sure did. I, yeah, I remember him saying that. Hmm. Oh. Well, uh, who want to go next then? That was a very... That was a great yeah. way to start it off, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> Who want to go next? I me. Okay. <clears throat> uh, this story or advice, whatever, was posted 12 hours ago, so it's fairly recent. Um, The title is, Is a Suck lo- Shit. <clears throat> the title is, Is a Sexless Marriage Worth Breaking Up My Family? Oh, Damn. Wow. My wife and I have never been on the same page sexually. 
We started dating in our early 20s. She had a full and colorful sexual history prior to meeting me. I was a late bloomer who had just begun experimenting. It was clear from early on we had different expectations slash desires. I wanted it hard, kinky. She is vanilla and isn't open to much beyond missionary. A few months into dating, she became pregnant. Not ideal for either of us, but she wanted to keep the kid. I proposed because it seemed like the right thing to do. Right mm-hmm. after having our first child, she became pregnant with our second. Now we have three. Present Damn. Day, we have sex maybe once a week. It's always upon my initiation. And my wife doesn't really seem to enjoy it. She pretty much looks disinterested until I finish. A huge turnoff for me. She also doesn't seem to care if she comes at all. I offered to make her come and she's indifferent. She does not masturbate. At this point, I don't think she's had an orgasm in over a month. I recently sat down, sat her down to have a discussion about my frustrations. I did this in a loving and delicate manner. She seemed annoyed and pretty much told me she got to fuck a lot when she was younger, so it's not important to her now. Too bad I didn't. She has other focuses, her career, our family. I get it, but she wasn't willing to bend on the lack of sex and lack of passionate sex by any means. I don't know what to do. I love my family, and I'm, really, and I'm in my early 30s and absolutely not comfortable with not having sex for the rest of my life. I know many of you will think this is selfish. I've tried for 10 years to suppress my sexual desires, and I'm ready to explode. It's starting to have a serious impact on my mental health. I suggested multiple times that we see a marriage counselor, but she's not open to the idea. We did an online couple therapy, which was somewhat helpful, but didn't really address our bedroom issues. I need help. I don't want to cheat. I don't... I don't want to cheat. I need to have quality sex. I don't want to devastate my children's lives, but I can't go on like this. Mm. Okay. So, I feel like at this point, if the wife is not open to, like, the suggestions or the help, like, a divorce is in play here. I feel like like she doesn't even want to do marriage counseling or she doesn't want to Yeah. Like, like doesn't care to solve the problem. Yeah. Like maybe she can be with somebody that matches her like desires. Cause it doesn't seem like she's very interested in like having sex for real. So like maybe, you know, he should go somewhere else for that. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah, I'm thinking that too. I'm thinking maybe he could talk to her about like an open type relationship where like he doesn't necessarily leave the children to get what he needs. But at the same time, like, will she even be open to listening to anything he's saying? Mm-hmm. Um, because like this is a pretty like mundane topic. Like, out of all the things that possibly could go wrong in a relationship, like. This is something subtle, like simple, and he seems to be wanting to approach it in a, you know, in a calm way, way, you know, like, you know, a mature way and a loving way, because, you know, he's been with her for what, over 10 years? But mm-hmm. still no progress has been made. So I'm thinking, like, how much does she care about him and his needs? Not that that's something that's absolutely, like, something that you absolutely need, but it has been 10 years and how would she feel if it was something else like something else he may need that she can't or she won't be willing to give Mm -hmm. yeah i especially think when it comes to like sexual stuff like 
you can't really compromise because consent is like a big deal. And like, if the wife doesn't want to do it, she just doesn't want to do it. Like, I feel like he just needs to find somewhere else where he could put his needs into. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just get a divorce, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was kind of thinking about it. Like, I don't like. (laughs) In a way, when it came to the marriage counselor part, I felt like I was like why would you say that like that's not something like you should like you shouldn't reject marriage counseling like with the like mm. your partner is having an issue like it made me like mad at her but yeah. like when it at the beginning how he said that they've never been on the same page sexually mm. that made me like think like has she previously said like sex isn't a, like she doesn't like it like that like, because if that was established at the beginning of the relationship, then I like you shouldn't have continued on the relationship. But like, in the end, if she's not willing to change and he's not willing to change his high sex drive or like help aid it with like, you know, like pills that make it like lower and like that, then yeah, they're they can't, they shouldn't, they should get a divorce yeah. or have an open relationship because. I mean, people can say sex isn't something that's important, but it's kind of important. I don't know. It's kind of what our bodies want us to do. (laughs) Yeah, it literally just depends on the body. You can say that it's not important, but that's literally your own body. Like, you can't dictate everybody else's feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like if she was on this kind of tip before he, like, married her, like, I feel like he should have just, like, broke up. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Because kind of trapped himself by saying, like, oh, we had this kid, so we had to get married. And I'm like. Yeah, true. Like, that, just because you have a kid doesn't, like. If he had realized it was going to be like this, I know he wouldn't have proposed. But, I mean, it's like, he literally only proposed because he felt the need to do it. Like, that's what he said. Which is true, which I feel like people don't understand, like, you don't have to get married immediately after. Like, it's just a bond contract, you know? You can still have a child without that contract. Exactly. And also, yeah, like, again, like, since they've never been on the same page, I, I just feel like, I don't know, like, I don't understand why he thought that would change um or i don't know i guess why he would think that i don't know like what he think would change honestly because it's just like if a person knows for sure like for sure what they're into what they want like and you're trying to not make them change that but like expecting that to change because that's not what you want. It's kind of like, mm, I don't know, doesn't, I don't know. Not only that, if he's already been considering this, because he says, is this enough to break up a family, or um, enough to, like, you know, get a divorce? And, mm-hmm. Like, these are things he's already considered, and probably has considered for a while now. Sure. 
I think he's just seeking. I feel like his mind is already made up because deep down, people's minds are already made up. They just ask these questions just to get a second word of advice. Um, so I feel like that's probably the path he'll be taking, which would probably be the best path. Because, I mean, the more he asks and the more he just notices that she's not into, like, whatever he wants, like, it just won't be good for either. She's not willing yeah. to to do that because she doesn't want to that's perfectly fine like you don't have to do something you don't want to do but it's not going to help either of them because you know she'll just do it because she'll feel bad or she's just not into it and he'll ask and like it's just going to be a mess so honestly i think it would be best if they just split yeah Mm -hmm. all right i want to move to the next one Yeah. Uh, Jamie, you want to go or you want me to go? I'll go. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, this guy, I mean, I'm never mind. Let me not assume. This person says, um, my girlfriend downloaded Tinder yesterday while helping our friend set up a dating account. She herself made one when I got, and when I got home, told me she did it because it had a friend section and she wanted to meet new people. I gently said it was mostly for hooking up. I waited till today to tell her without her friend here that her having a Tinder account makes me extremely uncomfortable. Am I stupid for this? What would you do? First of all, um... When did Tinder have a friend option? Because the only app that I know that has a friend option is Bumble. Oh, hold on. Let me go see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the only one I know is Bumble. Uh, yeah, I don't see a friend section. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. So if you go to, like, I don't think I don't think the friend section is, like, on your, like, perspective of, like, who are you interested in. So you actually have to go to the uh the um topics or whatever or you got to go to vibe and you can like they have a choice of looking for love, free tonight, let's be friends, coffee date. But let's be honest, anyone that's on <laughs> anyone that's on the let's be friends isn't looking for friends. Like I just clicked the let's be friends and this the first person that pops up bio says just for fucks well yeah see that's what i'm saying firstly i would just consult your partner to get tinder in general if you want to because that is an app that's widely known solely for getting relationships nobody ever thinks about tinder as like a place to get friends you know like we all know what connotation tinder gives um i just think it'd be a nice heads up um to just know at least that you know that's what you're getting it or for um in advance though not after because that way if they have a problem with it initially you can like talk about it right then and there um i don't blame them for feeling uncomfortable personally i would feel uncomfortable because i'm like i'm not gonna pry in your phone but like it's tinder you know like i don't think of tinder as a place to get friends so it's gonna be harder for you to understand it's for friends you know i agree honestly because like I don't know. When your partner is uncomfortable with something, uh, I think you should just take account of that and listen. Like, 
Because, I don't know, just what Tara just said, like, the people on there aren't looking for friends. They're looking for friends with benefits. And maybe he could tell her, like, people on there aren't looking for genuine friends. Like, I don't think that's the app you should go to for that. And maybe suggest something else. But, like, if he's uncomfortable with it, I feel like she should consider deleting it. Uh, I was just saying, I feel like some people might be like, oh, I feel like that's so, that's like controlling or whatever, but like that's how you compromise in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not even that. Like, there are other apps that you can get for friends that are way more comforting than Tinder. Like, Tinder is like the app where people are like DTF. So, yeah. like, you don't have to have Tinder to find friends. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I don't know. It's like, quite literally a platform for dating so i think i don't know maybe like a better thing would just be to like find an app that is dedicated to friends friends instead of like you know tinder yeah which is like widely known for being like a dating app so and even so not everyone that you meet on Tinder is going to respect the fact that you're in a relationship and pursue and try to be mischievous. And that's just more trouble for your relationship. It's not worth risking if you care about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, she could like come to the defense of like, oh, do you not trust me? And da 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 da. And it's just more like, but why? <laughs> Like, I don't feel comfortable you talking with those people and them having, like, a different intent than you. Like, mm-hmm. is that not valid? So, yeah. And the fact that you're ignoring that, um, like, we know that they have a different intent and you still want to talk to them. Yeah. Why? Yep. How do we agree? You say you got another one? Oh, am I sharing it just right now? Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Anywho. Uh, this person says, how do I make any conversation not about the other person? And then I said, um, I talked a lot. I talked to a lot of people, but nine times out of ten, the conversation would just end up about them talking about themselves. I could be talking about anything, then they just say about what they did a day ago or experience they had or an experience did I say that did I say that right I don't know an experience they had it's everyone I talk to new people same problem my mates even do the same thing I feel like now I'm in a situation and the codes broke so I can't have a conversation with someone well I can, but it's just them going on about themselves, and it's annoying me. It's not just a few people. It's most people I meet, but I don't complain. I just talk. How could I go around this? Hmm. I think I feel like Beloved is confused about what a conversation is, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I was about to say that. I feel like if it's most people, then... Maybe they have like a um a similar experience for you to like you know get like feedback on. Yeah. Like maybe they have like a um 
oh my god, what is it called? Maybe they're neurodivergent. Um, because I'm, I'm thinking of like I feel like Liam did that or like thought like that too. And like everybody talked about themselves. Kind of like I, because I remember how like they would say, um, they would say, well, I don't. They 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 didn't understand. Like they didn't. They couldn't catch social cues, and maybe like that's what they're. Maybe they don't understand that. Like social cues were, you know, if you're having a conversation, and you know, in order to keep the conversation going, you know, they talk about, oh, like, hey, this, you know, like something similar happened. And, like we do. That's how conversation works, you know. Um, maybe they they don't pick up on that social cue of like relating to someone by sharing a similar experience. Um, I'm gonna go on to the in the direction that I kind of feel the same, but not in the sense that it's everybody. I have had a friend wherever, whenever I would talk to them about a situation, ask them for advice, something like that. Like I literally would, you know, you know, be on my little tangent talking. As soon as I'm done. They'd be like, change the entire subject and go on to talk about themselves, not relating to anything I said, flipping the script, like literally like listening to me, like being the listener and listening to things I had to say. And then as soon as I'm done, literally contribute nothing and change everything to something about them in a different type of direction. And to which I would say, stop talking to them. They suck. Um, if it's in the sense that it's everyone, though then I'd probably try to gauge which people are trying to not hear what you're trying to say and just talk about themselves and rather gauge um, and listen to the people that are like switching something to the, okay, switching the situation to something about themselves, but in order to better the situation or the conversation or help you in a way by giving you an anecdote that they've experienced. Because, like, not everyone's going to be the same. Some people are genuinely going to want to talk to you and help you and give you experience that they've experienced to present, to prevent you from going down the same path. And then there are going to be some people that just don't care and then will switch to flip and try to be self-centered. Um, those are the people you avoid. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel the same with what Sam said. Like, some people are genuinely, like, conversational narcissists and all they want to talk about is themselves. Um, and then there's some people who just, um, talk to you and then they kind of try to give you an in to like talk about yourself as well. So like maybe examine yourself and see, are you like including yourself in the conversation? Are you talking about yourself or are you just being a listener just because you're used to being a listener? If you get what I'm saying. Uh So yeah. Is that it on that one? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess this is the last one. Oh, this is mine. Uh, okay. Here's the title. Found out that my boyfriend's dad is my ex friend's wood benefits. Uh-huh. Um, wait, whoa, 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 wait, 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 whoa. 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 wait, 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 <gasps> oh yeah. my god okay so my boyfriend this and I, euphoria type anyways yeah my boyfriend and i met through a mutual friend and started dating a few months ago we're head over heroes for each other this weekend i met his parents 
We went over to their house to have dinner. The moment I see his dad, it hits me. He's my ex-friend with benefits. We hooked up regularly, met through a dating app for about a year until a year ago when he told me that he wanted to start seeing someone and for our fling to end. I was, of course, okay with this. The woman that he wanted to date then and for which he stopped our sex sessions is my boyfriend's stepmom, I guess. The entire meeting was uncomfortable and awkward to say the least. His dad and I didn't exchange any words in private. I could barely look him in the eyes at the dinner table. Anyway, we eventually leave and I text him about the entire situation. He said that if I want to date his son long term, I can't tell him what happened between us and we have to act casual around each other. The past is the past after all. Ever since then, I've been constantly thinking about whether I should be honest with my boyfriend or not. I don't want to keep any secrets from him and it also makes me feel kind of uneasy since it's a pretty important detail to be hiding from somebody, especially your significant other. I don't want to lose him either because I really love him a lot. What do you suggest I should do? She gotta confess. Really? She gotta confess because if she don't and he find out, true, it's over. I have no idea. I feel like I'll just, oh no. Imagine they get so close to the point where they know each other's passcodes. They're like, hmm, I wonder what he texted my dad. Bam, you find out. You got to say something. You cannot keep that hidden. Especially if if you want to be long term, you got to take that risk. Like, she didn't know, like. Yeah, she didn't know until she met his parents. If he really likes her, then, you know, maybe maybe they can work it out, you know. But. But that's just too big and deep of a secret. Uh-huh. To keep hiding because if he finds out, like he's gonna hate her. Yeah, especially if he finds out from somebody that's not her, right? And like, I feel like he can't hate her because, like, now he can be uncomfortable, but he can't hate her because it's not her fault or the dad's universe at that point, but. That is crazy. I don't know what I would do. But yeah, you just have to do the risk of like him breaking up with you or him staying with you and, you know, y'all worked it out. But if you just go, jokes will build up on you. Like, it's no joke. Like, you should just be honest. Yeah, keeping that, yeah. Se- keeping that secret and holding that guilt and having it build up. The longer the relationship goes, going to eat her alive and potentially just damage. Could you imagine all the family functions? Dog. Yeah, she got to say something. I feel like, um, like, imagine if they had kids and, I can't, I can't, that happened. She ain't know he had no son. What's the age difference? It's okay. I mean, why would if they were just friends with benefits? Why would you? Well, they they wouldn't know each other's personal lives. Really. Yeah, the dad was forty four and the girlfriend was twenty five. I just feel like y'all missing the point of friends and the friends with benefit part. Like, uh, right? It's not strangers. It's friends. Oh, I feel like they don't. They that that term is used very loosely, like. I don't think they literally mean friends. 
Dennis, that's just like a hookup. Like a fuck buddy. Mm-hmm. A fuck buddy, not a friend's benefits. But I guess they just decided to use that because whatever. Well, dang, she probably head over heels for the boy because they look like the dad. Wait, do you see pictures? No, it's no pictures. Oh, I mean, you can just assume, you know. Safely assume that they look alike. I see what you did there. Follow-up question. Does she have feelings for him? No, because she said she was okay with this. Okay. I think she just thinks it's awkward because, like, uh-uh. boyfriend, you know? Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I, I definitely think he should let her know. Let him know. Because I feel like that'd be a huge weight off her shoulders. And she's not keeping some, like, huge freaking secret, like, geez. Like, that's a big deal. It's not something, like, small at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, my gosh. Like, no way. Like, I don't know. That's just crazy. And if it was you, wouldn't you want to know? Yeah, I would want to yeah, know. Yeah, I would, actually. Would y'all stay, would y'all stay with them? Depend- no, no, no. Damn. Absolutely no. not. I wouldn't either, though. But... <laughs> I just fucked up because she said, I really love him. Okay. I mean, some men can pass that, but I can't. <laughs> like, that man can just lie to his son the whole time. Like, okay. Right. I would really be looking at my dad. Like, she left. He over here being all quiet. One day I'd just be like, so is that your real daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Like, for a you're not adopted, please. Or are you the are you the stepmom son, and that's your stepfather? Come on, come on. Please. That's fucked up. <laughs> I just know. I, I just know. I won't be in that situation though. So <laughs> I don't think that dude thought he would either. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just trying to think. It's like what. I would do in this situation, like if y'all love them, would y'all would y'all still not do it? What? Like if y'all was like like for the two niggas that's in the relationship right now, if that was your partner, y'all wouldn't stay with them. I'm sorry, no. Oh. Mm. I really, I really don't. Ew! It's just like <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like thinking about like, like parent. You saw my parent. Actually, and now you see oh, me sexually? No. Ugh, no. I don't know, man. I'd be so mad. I'd be so mad having the same sex with the same person my my parent did. <gasps> oh, y'all want to hear the update? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. In the end, I decided to tell my boyfriend everything. But first, I wanted to get to the bottom of what went down with his dad and now wife. Apparently, he really wasn't cheating, surprisingly. Yes, they've been together for a few years now, but up until the point of marriage, when he broke off our friends with benefits arrangement, they were in an open relationship. I even talked with the wife on the phone, and she confirmed this. So yeah, thankfully, the dad isn't a cheating piece of shit after all, and I wasn't his mistress. He told me that he wanted me not to tell my boyfriend because he truly didn't want him to get hurt and wish our relationship would go on as smoothly as possible. But if I really felt like the right thing to do is to tell him I can go on ahead. So I did. 
I sat with my boyfriend down and just told him everything. At first, he was shocked, then angry, and then he started to calm down a little bit. He told me he needed time to think about it and what his decision is about the future of our relationship. So I said, okay, and gave him space and time. Today, he called me to meet up. He said that after a lot of dot, he decided that he wanted to continue with our relationship since what happened in the past wasn't done with will intent. So basically, he said that the past is the past and the present is the present, and we should just live by that. They got to be white. Yeah. Ain't no way, dog. Because I would have been like, see, we can be friends. I mean, like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. I'm surprised that went as smoothly as it did. Yeah. Happy for her. Yeah. Well, happy for her, but you know, um, if my kid ever found that out, like, mm-mm. I don't, I really don't know what I would do in that situation. Like, oh, mommy, kissing grandpa. Stop. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's a family secret. They gotta take to the yeah. grid. It's like Medea type shit. That is something you would see in Medea. Bro. That's something only Tyler Perry would come up with. Man, maybe he wrote that. I'm saying, ghostwriter on Reddit. But let's move on to the recommendations, our final segment in this show. Um, I what the hell am I gonna recommend? <laughs> um, oh, I listened to this yesterday. It's um FK Twig's new album. It's called Capri Songs. Um, it's very good. I'm not a Capricorn. Well, I'm a Capricorn rising, but um, it was very good. Even though I'm a Libra, um, my favorite songs on there was I like. I think it was Careless. Um, I also like, is it Up My Love or Oh My Love? It's Yeah, Oh My Love. I like that one too. But it was it was kind of giving me the vibe like she was experimenting with like Afro beats and stuff and rapping more. And, you know, FK Twig, she got like that experimental sound. So it was, I like those songs as well. And... It was just a good album. A nice listen. And yeah. Um my recommendation is a K drama, of course. It's called Our Beloved Summer. It is on Netflix. Um, I really enjoy it because I to the female character a lot personally. So um, the last two episodes actually comes out Monday and Tuesday. Uh, so it's almost finished. And yeah, now maybe I should do the plot description. <laughs> Years after filming a viral documentary in high school, two former lovers get pulled back in the front, in front of the camera and into each other's lives. Um, it's a like enemies to lovers to enemies to lovers. <laughs> Have fun. Is it my go? Yeah, you can go whatever for Rex. Um, I'm gonna recommend. You know what? I'm not recommending that. Not with y'all here. I'm gonna recommend JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Damn, yeah. us here. 
I just don't. Every time I recommend this certain thing to people, I just hear a mouthful, and I don't want to hear it right now. Just, I don't hear just it, recommend it. Just recommend it. I'll I trust you guys' judgment, but I'm just right say it. Recommend it. I recommend it in later episodes, so you'll never know. No, no. recommend it. No. Yes. I want to know. I'll let you guys know. Outside, no, recommend it. I'll cut it out if it's that bad. Dang. No, it's it's not bad at all. Then say it. Oh my gosh. Whoa. You want to know? I know. I just, like, every time I tell people about it, they're like, oh my god, you're so weird. You know what? I like Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't know why this is expected of me in general. Like, okay, so recommend it. Uh, like, you can't, ex- you can't expect that bad things. Come on, recommend okay. it! Okay, dang! I have two recommendations. The first one's gonna be JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, and then the second one's gonna be Beastars. See, it's not bad. Okay, see, look, that's fine. <laughs> Jamie trying to muffle her mouth. No, I, I just giggled. Mm. You just it giggled? Wasn't, it, wasn't that, it wasn't that deep. No, because look, my, my friend told me about it. And, no, my friend told me about it and I was like, Beastars, isn't that that furry anime? And they were like, no, it's not. You should watch it. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. So I watched it. I watched both seasons. And it wasn't it wasn't bad. It's actually it's actually a lot different than I expected it to be, which why I liked it so much. It's like you should somebody in here needs to watch it. So <laughs> it won't be me. I read okay. the first few chapters of the manga and I like it. I think me and Jazz are gonna watch it later, but I want to watch it. <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> Jamie, okay. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. Interesting. Not judging. Thanks for Oh sharing. my gosh. That's- this is why I'm never sharing anything else no, ever. I was literally saying I'm not, like, I was being genuine. Like, I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Because it took a lot out of you, I think. Wow. But I was being genuine. Like, I wasn't really, I wasn't like, you know. Wow. Like, I really appreciate you saying that. Okay, can we move on? Oh my gosh. It's yeah, dragged yeah. on. Okay. Please. Thank you. I was, that was just me trying to figure out what I'm going to recommend. But, <laughs> um. Now this is the part where we sit here for another five minutes. Oh my! <laughs> this happens every time Jamie has to say something. <laughs> oh, I would like to recommend the anime. Oh wait, I think I recommended this last time. Hmm. Never mind. What yeah. was it? I feel like it was Tokyo Revengers. No, you didn't. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Well, I would like to recommend. I feel like I've recommended this. Pause. You have not, girl. It's all documented. I have read everything. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Um. I. I guess I will be recommending Tokyo Revengers. Uh, it's an anime. 
um, I don't know how to really um, describe it. It's really not about what I thought it would be. But, um, oh yeah, it's super good. I really like it. And, yeah, it's, it's not what I expected, but it's still great. So, yeah, I feel like I said the same thing twice. But, oh yeah, well, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, you can follow us at uh, ITMFMPod. Um, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, that's where we post our episodes. Sometimes I retweet stuff. Sometimes I don't. I don't know. We post our polls there sometimes too. For uh, what the next episode would be. We're also doing fandom interviews again. So if you're a Black stan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have the link in the episode notes. So you know. If there's a fandom we didn't do. You can fill it out and we can Good. interview you because it's fun. But yeah, I think that's it for our first episode of season three. Yay! Yeah, so excited. Yeah. Yes, All right. Uh, welcome to year 2022. We're still in this pandemic, bitch. Yeah. Boo, 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 boo. Uh, anyway. We should have been in it for a while. Oh, man. But uh, bye bye. How do you hoes act like if you ain't in no relationship, you gon' die? Y'all be weak in the knees. Stand up. Stand up. Ain't no nigga finna treat me like no yellow laffy taffy. I am not the booty piece of the bread. Moneybag said, I'm the whole loaf. He the breadcrumb. <laughs>